Hello, and welcome to another library podcast. Um, consider the title of this one, What's So Great About Graphic Novels? So once again, Tish and Troy are tr- going to try to convince Joe that this is really important literature to pay attention to. Okay, now I am Joe. You can probably tell by my tone of voice. Okay, and so I'll let the other two introduce themselves. Hi, I'm Tish. And this is Troy. All right, and... So, sell me a little bit. Um, if, if you were going to push a, um, a book on me, okay, um, what would you recommend well, these it, days? So, we've each picked out some titles, Joe, and we went out of our way to even get superhero titles, because hey, hey. that's what people tend to be scared of with okay. graphic novels. So, go ahead, Tish. Well, I have a few different superhero novels, graphic novels in front of me, and I'm going to start with Daredevil because it's classic. Um, So the Daredevil that we have here is The Man Without Fear um, by Frank Miller and John Romita Jr. And it is an incredible story. Um, Daredevil is kind of the Batman of Marvel, of the Marvel Universe, and he is blind, He's a lawyer. Um, All these things that would not lead you to believe that he'd be a vigilante. Mm -hmm. Um, But he is. And he fights for the people in his neighborhood that don't have the voices or the strength to fight for himself. So he's your classic superhero. He fights for justice. And um, the story is just really fun. Um, It's moving. And the art is incredible. It's an older title, um, Mm -hmm. but it has been brought to new life on Netflix, so there's an entire Netflix series that kind of captures The Man Without Fear. Right. If if I had watched the Netflix series and I wanted to go back to, like, quote-unquote, the original source material, I think this Frank Miller version is where I would go back and read. And all of the Daredevil iterations tend to be pretty enjoyable, so if you at all, like, watch the Netflix series, come back, read this, start looking at the other stuff, too, it's great. Yeah. Well, I have something similar. I went to go classic Marvel. I picked up uh, Ultimate Spider-Man. And this actually isn't classic. This is a retelling version by um, Bendis. But the the thing that's cool about this version is that Spider-Man has been around for a long time, since the 60s. And over his history has kind of become this thick kind of storyline that's hard to get into. Mm-hmm. He was married, and there's all different versions, and there's these relationships, and there's friends, and et cetera. But Bendis kind of did this reset, and that's the ultimate version, ultimate Spider-Man. So we took the story, made him younger. We go back to high school with Peter Parker, kind of the, the doesn't-quite-fit-in, misfit nerd that doesn't um, have a lot of friends, all of a sudden finds these superpowers, and has to come to understand what these superpowers mean and goes on this journey... Um, you know, uncle dies, the responsibility that's put on his shoulders. And it's kind of a nice refresh telling where if I decided, hey, I wanted to try out a Spider-Man story, but I don't know where to start, this would be a nice one to pick up and go with. Nice. Um, Kind of jumping off that, like, fresh new telling, um, I also picked out the Young Avengers. And I think what I really love about the Young Avengers is that they take you know, Marvel's Avengers, these characters that we've known for for years and years, seen all of those movies, but they make them teenagers. And instead of just Mm. casting them the way they've always been cast, they make the cast really diverse. There's um, people of color, there are different sexualities represented, represented, and um, there's also equal numbers of women and men on this team, which is 
pretty rare. Um, and I was just thinking that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Marvel and DC aren't known for um, telling diverse tales. So I think that's one reason to pick this up, just to encourage Marvel to continue making these kinds of books. <laughs> um, but also, it's a fun story. Um, I feel like the adventures they go on, the... The way it is illustrated is just super easy to get into. If you're kind of new to superhero comics and aren't sure where to start, I feel like this is a great place. Uh, you'll just jump into oh, the nice. story, really enjoy really it. Really fresh and a modern feel. Yes, very modern. Yeah. So I'm going to go opposite of modern. And my next title is um, Gareth Hines' Beowulf, which is a graphic novel retelling of the classic um, literary story that goes way back. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the great thing with this is the art is just fantastic, and it feels like you're in ancient time, but it's also got a, a touch of now to it. And it's a way to get into this um, ancient tale that makes sense. And actually, um, we have faculty members that use this in their lit classes as a way to pull students in to Beowulf, because Beowulf itself can be thick and heavy, and it's you really need to understand like where the language is and the time, and, and this kind of puts you there. It's a fun way. So it, I thought it was a good contrast with my Spider-Man selection of this hero's journey of people that become heroes. What does it mean to be a hero um, of a modern tale and then an ancient tale, both graphic novels, and both pretty fun. That's pretty interesting, Troy. Um, for my next, <laughs> yes. <laughs> for my next graphic novel, um, I'm going to an origin story as well, um, and it's interesting because the Shadow Hero by Jean Lewin Yang and Sunny Liu is actually um, brand new. It just came out, I think, last year. It won a ton of awards because what Jean Lewin Yang does is he creates an origin story for a comic series called The Green Turtle that was based in Golden Age comics. Um, it was a character who fought injustice, um, but always stayed masked because he was an Asian American. And at the time, that would have put him in danger. It would have compromised his, his own safety. So this is kind of the coming out story, the origin story of this hero. And I think it's an interesting, again, a nice way to look at diversity in comics, diversity in the way we've changed as a country. Um, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. Gene Luen Yang also is one of our alternative book choices for his title, American Born Chinese. So oh, um, sure. he's, right. he's, Certainly he's done that. some great work. He's always fun to read. I think he's really accessible. So again, if you're new to comics, this is something that would be easy to pick up and really kind of get into. So do we convince you, Joe? Well, you know, I'll, I'll take a look, you know, because one of the things that we didn't say is um, these are titles that are either in the collection currently or they're, they're due to be in the collection soon. And, um, so, you know, so that's the thing. Come by and let us know. And, and you know, if, if you're not sold, you can talk to me. Okay. So if you are, you can talk to either Tish or Troy. All right. So thanks for listening. Thank thanks. you.